psychology. It's more than a philosophy, more than a psychology, more than just an ecology, bigger than biology, larger than anthropology, brushes against astrology. That's prophecology. Tell the people um, the work that you do. Well, first of all, tell them your name and your title. I am uh, Prophet Cornelius Williams, uh, and I'm senior pastor of the Glory House Chicago in uh, in Chicago, Illinois. <clears throat> and I'm also um, an affiliate of Pilgrim Assemblies. I am an overseer Episcopal vicar there with that organization under Archbishop William Hudson III. Yes, we've served together in that organization, amen. Well, listen, you're in the great city of Chicago, but let me ask you something. Um, number one, how are things going in Chicago right now during this pandemic? During the pandemic, things are trying to bounce back. Uh, we've gone back to um, level three of the reopening phase uh, because our mayor, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, uh, said that if we got above 200 consistent new cases, that uh, she would, in fact, um, go back to level three. So some things are uh, not going to be allowed to open, but it seems to be okay. I just wish that everybody would just practice, uh, you know, precautions and safety so we could uh, be well and beat this pandemic. Well, you know, uh, one day the world will learn that we are a community. Yes. And I think that um, that's the lesson that people are going to learn is how to hit the reset button. So yes. um, how long have you been pastoring overseer Cornelius? This is my sixth year pastoring. Uh, it was six years in the month of June. Wow. And what brought you into ministry as a prophet? I entered ministry as a prophet. Um, I've been exercising the prophetic since the year of 2005. I was affirmed in the office in 2012 uh, by Apostle Donald L. Alford, who did my uh, prophetic affirmation. Great, 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 great. So you've come out with a new book. This is your third book, is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely it is. Great, great. Uh, my first book was uh, about uh, From Homosexual to Preacher. The second one was The Church of the Gay Agenda, and now this book that's coming out uh, August 4th is The Maximized Prophet and Intercessor's Matrix. Wow. So um, when you did your first book, did you receive a lot of challenge from homosexual to preacher? Did they found out they, um, was the black church warm towards receiving that? Or did the community kind of frown on it? Or did people kind of say, why did you even have to bring that subject up? <laughs> 
Well, uh, it's interesting that you ask because <laughs> when I came out uh, with that book, I was really talking about my story as I was going into ministry is because, you know, there was questions behind my sexuality. So I said, let me just clear the air to talk about my story and my experience, how I uh, ended up from that place in ministry. And uh, as we began to promote uh, at that time, I did have different opportunity in ministry. A number of doors did close. I did get opposition uh, from uh, municipalities for trying to promote to, you know, talk about the book. Um, you know, I went through uh, a period of having threats uh, by, uh, you know, some some people and uh, they were canceling some of the uh, book discussions that I was getting ready to have. Wow. And uh, so I endured uh, warfare from uh, trying to really promote and really share the story of recovery from my experience in life, yes. Wow, and that, and that book came out in what year? 2009. Wow. So, whoa, that was like 11 years ago. I mean, that yes. was like a taboo conversation. I mean, Bishop Pearson, they fried him over the coals just because he says that they could probably be even included in that God loved them. So that was a very interesting era. And yet you could see as a prophet, you was ahead of the head of the tide because now it's a conversation that in 2009 was kind of taboo is a conversation that has become inclusive all across the country and around the world. Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, I believe that prophetic people, prophets are always ahead of the time because I just simply believe that a prophet lives in the mind of God. So we're always progressive in our dialogue to start a broader conversation so that we can understand what God is doing in the time. Yes, yes, yes. And then you, um, um, how long have you been married now? I've been married 16 years in September. September will be 16 years. September, wow, let's give that some respect. Wow. So, and what was your book two? Book two was, uh, I actually have them here. This was the first one. The second one was The Church and the Gay Agenda. This book was the, I guess, answer to this. To... <laughs> to, to, to help people understand how to have victory when they overcome uh-huh. and uh, to really challenge the church to understand that we have to coexist with this thing. It isn't going anywhere. Right. Uh, uh-huh. You know, it, it, it is, uh, uh, you know, uh, the biblical eschatology to understand that, uh, you know, this, it, 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 it's a part of the spirit of the age and it is not going anywhere. So what do we do? as the church of Jesus Christ to embrace same gender loving individuals and keep preaching the word of God in truth until one decides that they want to change. And it also deals with people like myself who have gone through that trans 
new migration from that life to, you know, this, you know, walk of practicing heterosexuality, if you want to call it, and uh, having those impulses and having those struggles. What do you do? Because we, I had to tell the truth in the book that the impulses and things and, you know, those things don't go away. So as a believer, how do we use the word of the Lord to help us in those times when they do arise? So that book really deals with that, talking about our our anatomical makeup, how uh, when humanity fell, how... um, you know, uh, you know, when we're shaping and, you know, you know, in iniquity, born into sin and shaping in iniquity of how we're born coming out of the womb of the woman twisted. So it takes redemption to restore our, our dysfunction. So this is what that book talks about to help us understand how the human man is dysfunction and to really challenge. Cause I said in the first book, uh, uh, master prophet that I didn't believe that I was born gay. So I changed my theology in the second book. And I said, yes, I do believe it. Because when I came out of the womb, I was twisted. You was twisted. Wow, that's powerful. Give that hand. Give us some respect. You know, and you find everyone has something that has a bent in them. (laughs) You know, iniquity, something that is bent, that they will have to walk through life with the limp, if I can say it like that. Absolutely. If I can call it a limp without being offensive, something, regardless of what it is or what struggle it might be. Um, I think we see a lot of that even with Peter, is that Peter seemingly was Mm quick-tempered. He kind of, he would speak ahead of time. Um, On one occasion, he took the guy's ear off, and Jesus, in the process of being arrested, had to begin to pick up the man's ear and fix the man's hearing after what Peter had done. So it's amazing that God calls people that has a twist or something that is crooked or something that is bent. And yet when they begin to say, Peter, you've been with them, Peter lied, he Cursed and sweared, which means that he cursed. He must have used some language that only a person would say, maybe he wasn't. But then, even when he cursed and sweared, it's interesting they said, but you even sound like him. Yes. So it's... <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> So you kind of interesting on in what kind of language Jesus used because you know he kicked money changers out of the temple and that was a tall feat you know within Absolutely. itself. Mm-hmm. So walking through life with that and yet having to walk into that dimension as a pastor, you became a pastor, you became a leader in the community. Did you find that there was a lot of people that came to you like Nicodemus by night to talk with you about? the situations they were wrestling with in their night seasons? They do all the time. They still do. Um, They did when I started. They did when I wasn't pastoring. They still do now. They will never say it publicly, which I have no problem with that. But I think that in our, um, you know, finite thinking, we don't process uh, 
the reality of soteriology. We mm. don't understand the authority of having this transition in Christ once we believe. Uh, coming into salvation, breaking that chain. You know, we, we have, that's something that we have to receive by faith. And I think that men struggle in their human thinking to process how can it be this easy? How can I walk this out? How am I different when I still feel it? Well, our, our deliverance and my, my theology, my argument is, is that, uh, you know, that this thing has to be received by faith whom the sun sets free. It's free indeed. indeed. It it, it is something when when the Bible talks about that we are raised in Christ. We are seated above in him in the heavenly sphere. That's revelation beyond the human understanding. Right. And know that regardless of where I am and where I have been in my life, when I believe Christ, That is a supernatural transition that I, I moved out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his son in love. That at the speed of light, I'm no longer the person that I was when I confessed hope in Jesus Christ. So my human understanding now has to be transformed. That's why we have the, the word of the Lord says to be transformed in, by the renewing of your mind, wow. you know, to, to, to understand the hope of our calling, you know, having our, uh, 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 the eyes of our understanding enlightened to know the hope of our calling. And you can only get there by traveling through the word of God to process that. Mm-hmm. So that is what I help people understand who do come to me, who those, who, who those Nicodemuses might be is to help them understand that born again nature is because there's a regenerated person living underneath this flesh that we now have to come uh, acquainted with, become acquainted with. In the process of this, did you find that um, now I want to go in, I want to go, I want to go down two roads here. And I get the work of soteriology, the doctrine of salvation, yes. of how God can even keep me even in this, mm-hmm. right? Like um, a story was once told of a, the doctor that diagnosed a woman of, of cancer, mm-hmm. and yet she was supposed to have died within one year, mm-hmm. but she ended up leave, living 40 years later. And the cancer never went away the cancer was still there, but the cancer didn't take her out. So the mm-hmm. salvation was that God kept her with the cancer, in the cancer, and didn't let the cancer kill her. Absolutely. That mm-hmm. is salvation. Mm-hmm. I sought the Lord three times for him to take away this thorn in the flesh, whatever that was. We're not going to get into whatever what that was, was right? Mm-hmm. But he said, my grace is sufficient. So you're going to walk through life with the mark, Mm -hmm. with the stench of it, or whatever that thing is, whatever it, that thing, whatever that entanglement is, just make sure you're not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. Yes. But I'm going to leave the marks of the entanglement. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yet, you're going to have to walk, but I'm going to keep you through it, Moses. Though murder is on your hands, you're mm-hmm. going to be known for that murder, but I'm going to still use you to save a nation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, did, this, did this have you, overseer, 
begin to start looking at um, Prophet Cornelius of men's psychology of the need of a male to have male bonding and the love of another man in the world of affirmation that can bring about another aspect of wholeness. Not to say that they got to go into this, but the importance of a man cave. Mm-hmm. I want to start with understanding uh, with, 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 with this phrase of redemption, mm-hmm. understanding the word itself, that it's broken down into three Greek different terminologies. Uh, and the first term is the uh, ag- agognazo. It means to purchase in the market. The second is uh, the exa. Exagerzal, it means to buy out of the market. And the last one is the lutero, means to loose. Mm -hmm. So that means that when I was saved, and this is what helps my deliverance, you know, in a more practical form for me to understand and process this. It, It is to know that it was the blood of Jesus that paid the price that snatched me out of the slave market. Mm. Whereas I was a slave to sin. He took me out of the market and paid the price. So with his love, whereas the cost of my life is so high that I can never be bought back. Right. So since I cannot be bought back by Satan, Mm -hmm. I must now decide it's in my psyche now my psychology now is, is that no matter what I feel, there is nothing in the world that can entice me back to that place that I was. Mm. It's because the price is too high. The price is too high. So you have to allow yourself to take this journey low and slow and celebrate each realm that you ascend to that brings that anchoring in your soul. It's because it's the suke, it's the nefesh, it's our soul, it's our inner man that is warring. It, it, that, that, that is the mind, the understanding, our mental capacity is dealing with what our intrinsic man is feeling as it pertains to our emotions, our desires, our appetites, and our passions. So now it is my job to use the word of the Lord to sanctify my soul. That's what the Bible means, to sanctify yourself Mm. wholly. So now I have to come into agreement with the word of God to condition my mind. That's why it says, and be not conformed to this world and be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I have to say to my old level of thinking, glory to God, that I have to embrace the mind of Christ, that I have to come subordinate and subject to the will of God for my life that is outlined in the scripture. I have to come in agreement with the constitution that prophesies, glory to God, a different state for my life. So that has to be taught. So I had to go on a journey, Master Prophet, Archbishop, to, uh, you know, recondition myself uh, to my now God identity. What is that identity that when he said, let us make them, let us make man in our image and in his likeness. So what is that phantom? What does God look like? 
What does the Christ man look like? Yeah. How now, what is his character? And how do I line up with that scope? So that, if you want to talk about a cave, going into that cave, going into that place, saying, God, how do I pursue this new me? Mm-hmm. That is what I did. That is the process that I Good. took. Great, great, great. And I would say we celebrate that. Amen. And um, I mean, you know, that is something to be celebrate. Thank you, sir. So how do you develop a healthy men's fellowship in your church? Being transparent about Mm. our human flaws. Good. Helping people understand how to walk this life out in your humanity. And when I tell you there are so many strong heterosexual men that follow my ministry. I'm shocked by it. I'm literally oh, I'm shocked. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you know, to know the history, you know, because it takes time for people to embrace, because I'm very open about that. I was an ex-homosexual. I'm very open about that reality. So to hear me talk about it, because I rehearse it to remind the saints. And I, I said that I wanted to get behind behind the conversation. Yeah. And I decided that I have to coexist with this conversation. It's because it's, it's my candidness about my deliverance helps people understand that, hey, I got a weakness too. And that all unrighteousness is sin. It's just Cornelius's brand was, uh, uh, you know, same gender uh, sex same gender relationships. So just like Coca-Cola, they have different brands underneath there, different types of drink, you know, uh, but it's of the same spirit, idolatry Mm -hmm. and perversion. So it's operated by the same thing. So just because I'm one way and you're this way, if you drink, smoke, sex, commit adultery, fornicate, whatever you do is all of the same spirit. So when I help people understand the commonality of our dysfunction, then your victory can be more appreciated. And that is how we build a strong male culture at our ministry. Good, good, good. That, 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 that deserves much respect. Amen. So you now function as a prophet for over a decade, yes. um, almost about almost two decades here. And um, how many children you have? I have a daughter uh, who became mine through marriage. I don't have any biological children, but I have a daughter now. She became mine at 11, so she's about, what, 27 now, 20? Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So here you have your family here. Now, let me ask you this. With all of this happening, you function as a pastor, you function as a prophet. What inspired you to write this third book? The inspiration I have, it's its a mixture of the two. It's actually prayer, and it's actually uh, the prophetic, integrity of the prophetic. Mm. Um, and I, I, I love prayer. I love to hear people pray, but I realize something as a believer um, that prayer, praying people make better prophets. That's number one to me, in my opinion. Uh Number two is I hear a lot of people say that they're intercessors and prayer warriors and all of that, but I don't hear a lot of their prayers lining up, you know, with scripture. 
decreeing and declaring and making proclamations according to the word of the Lord. You know, a lot of times we pray our worries. So uh, a few years ago, Master Prophet, I heard, I kept hearing this word matrix, 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 matrix. Mm. And uh, when I looked up the word matrix, it meant womb. And when I did, um, uh, you know, means womb, womb womb of a woman. Uh, And when I began to study that word out, the Lord says, I want you to begin to write. And then when I started writing, I started writing prayers. And then when I started writing, uh, when I started writing um, uh, 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 these prayers, he said, what I want you to do is I want you to start training and developing people on prophetic, the understanding of the prophetic. And he started opening my ears to prophetic ministry. And it it was rare. It started to be, especially in Chicago, because this is an apostolic prophetic. You know this about Mm -hmm. Chicago. Mm -hmm. You know, you brought the prophetic to our to our uh, city way back in the eighties. So, uh, you know, and uh, I started to hear people prophesy, but they had no systematic theology and prophetics. Mm. So uh, when uh, I started understanding this and the Lord said, okay, I want you to begin to write. I don't want you to write any of these books that talk about, you know, uh, uh, you know, teaching people how to prophesy because that's something I don't think you could do. I just think that you can teach them the, uh, the integrity of the gift and the integrity of the institution itself in the office. Uh, but, uh, and I began to write, so this book was birth to, you know, bring integrity back to prophetic ministry and to also teach people how to pray and hit the bullseye. Mm-hmm. So it's a book that really teaches the prophet how to have a prayer, teaches the saint how to have a prayer life. Yes, absolutely. And it's very interesting that the first time you kind of hear the word prayer in Scripture and hear the see actually the word prophet in Scripture, I call it the law of first mention is with Abraham. He -hmm. says he is a prophet and he will pray for you. And when something is first mentioned in Scripture, it carries that connotation throughout Scripture. So, and and it's the first time it was mentioned, the first time the word prophet is mentioned in the Bible is with Abraham. And the first time prayer is mentioned. Now we know that there's the, allu- the alluding to prayer, but the actual word prayer and prophet is mentioned for the first time with Abraham, which shows the prophet must have a prayer life and you must have the, a, a prayer life in order to be an effective prophet. So Absolutely. it was not just enough to declare the word of God, but you got to be in the presence of God to pull down the word of God. Absolutely. So you pull it down from the heavens and declare it into into the earth. Absolutely. And then when you declare it in the earth, and it's very interesting because the prophet kind of can operate as that priest where he speaks on behalf of God to the people. Absolutely. But then he can also speak on behalf of the people to his God. Mm, Yes, yes. Mm almost like an intercessor, like um, Ezekiel. Absolutely. Behold, I look for a man that would stand in the gap. Yes. Amen. That would stand and have his feet between two worlds. Amen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. therefore, beginning to resolve something that is happening in divinity and something that is happening in humanity and say, what is the way that we need to walk therein in this season? Yes, sir. So. Yes, sir. The, the name of this book is what? It is called the Maximized uh, 
Prophet and Intercessors Matrix. Wow. Uh, and the reason why I use maximize is because I'm trying to maximize the capacity of the prophet and the prayer warrior wow. to help them, you know, see that type of function from a different perspective of how God wants to use uh, both companies together as one to unfold his eschatological plan in the earth. And how do we interpret this? How do we understand the mind of God to help men understand the will of God for the time? Yes. And that is the focus of this book. Great. So here now you're finally finding that your voice is able to get out in the book where you can move away from, not that you're moving away from it, but you're right. able to start to get into this next phase of your work without having to deal with this other sexuality stuff, the yeah. whole sexuality <laughs> thing. Not, not that, not that what I find, not that it will go away. No, it's not going anywhere. Right. It's a part of my ministry. It's what authenticates me. Hey, listen. Yeah. It's what develops your prayer life and your Absolutely. In, it, it, watch watch this, watch this. Let, let me go ahead and let me go go ahead and start something controversial. It developed not only your prayer life, but it developed your hearing life. Yes. Because most people, if until you can tap the creative side or your right hemisphere of your brain, mm. somewhere in your life you gotta cross over because you can operate in that logic that left brain which is mm -hmm. logical mm -hmm. but then you got to cross over and repair that breach and get over into that right hemisphere you have to tap into the feminine side of yourself in order to hear mm -hmm. <laughs> clearly the voice of god yeah, absolutely I mean, I mean i know i get into trouble with this type of stuff but when you look at the they call it fivefold was really for the apostle prophet evangelist pastors and teachers um, yeah. All of them have masculine endings except for the prophet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you get it, there's something about even the Shekinah, the, 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 the glory of God, um, takes on um, the spirit, takes on a presence. Mm -hmm. um, as we know here, um, and the spirit moved upon the face of the deep, you know, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Mm -hmm. And so when we start looking at, we oftentimes look at the one, but we forget that there's a zero before the one, and it's called Eve. It's the evening and the morning that makes the first day. So yes. sometimes we've got to tap into the alter ego, the altered identity, we have to go into that which is not in order to discover that which is. Mm -hmm. So um, we bless the Lord for your journey. We can't wait. How do we get the book? August 4th, Tuesday, August 4th, it comes up live on Amazon.com. And you will also be able to, we, I, I'm offering it in two versions. Now you can order the, the paperback on Amazon and you can also do the Kindle version. This is the first time I will offer a Kindle version. And you can go through my website, pcwglobal.org on the 4th, and you can order it from our warehouse and we can ship it to you. Okay, PCW. Please say that again. 
pcwglobal.org. Okay. So moderators, did y'all get that so that y'all can write that down inside the chat room? And um, how can people make a donation to your ministry tonight? You could cash out. You can use my cash tag, which is dollar sign PCW Global Cash oh, App. Hold on. P- let, let me let me be able to write that down. Um, whenever we talk about money, you talk very slow. Cash <laughs> App dollar sign P C W Global G L O B A L. That's it. Yes, sir. And that's it. Yes, sir. PCW Global. Okay, yes, sir. We're, so we're going to cash app you. We're going to have a whole bunch of donations coming to you. How do we get money to you by Zelle? You can Zelle 773. 773. 367. 367. 4105. 4105. And that's Zelle. And what about um, PayPal? I don't use PayPal, unfortunately. <laughs> well, you may want to consider it because I will. I will. Because that's where you, all your foreign currency will come. Absolutely. In. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. I will, I will do PayPal going forward. Yes. Okay. And what about Venmo? Venmo, I, I have not subscribed to Venmo. I've been hearing about it, but I have not oh, subscribed. My goodness. Okay. So if you so you want to get Venmo and I'll talk to you off the record, but I did not realize how much money I was leaving on the table. Oh, wow. Okay. When Venmo came in, a whole nother world got established. Wow. PayPal came in. Oh, my God. uh, It was like a world with no ending. Wow. Wow. And then I I started speaking in other tongues as the Spirit started giving me utterance. (laughs) Yes, sir. Amen. Okay, but we got your... um, PC Cash App on PCW Global. Um, send something over there to him. Let his um, Cash App just start ching chinging off the hook. This is a prophet of God or Zell 773-367-4105. I'm going to be sending him something over there on tonight and being a blessing to this um I'm, I'm glad to say this young prophet of God because he's he's younger than I am. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's younger than I am. And so um, we bless the Lord for Thank you so much. I and, appreciate it. And your capacity. Now, when are you going to be doing a school of the prophets or when will your seminar be around this? We're trying to build one for September that will be coming in September because we want to do a three-week intensive Three, uh, three, you said three, hold on. Three-week intensive. Now, what does three-week, that mean I have to take off of work for three weeks? No, sir, it'll, it'll be on, uh, it, it'll be a webinar. It won't be a fit, physical location at all. Right, but I mean, so, is, it, is it like every day for three weeks, or what's that look like? No, sir, it'll be once a week for three weeks. Oh, okay, so it's a three, once, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> One day for three weeks. So it'll be a three-day intensive over a span of three, a, a period of three okay. weeks. Okay, and, yep. and how many hours each day? Three hours. Three hours each day. Okay, yes, so that would be great. And um, will you be doing all the teaching? Yes, sir. 
I will be. Okay, and you'll be working out of this book? Absolutely. So this is good. How much will that seminar be? That seminar is going to be 179. Okay. Okay, that's good. 179. And it comes with all of the material. With all, you mean with the book and everything? And the CD, because I do have a, a legislative prayer that I just a 51 minute prayer that I'm doing for all of these different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is also going to be available on the fourth on uh, iTunes, CD Baby, uh, iTunes Music, um, uh, 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 the Amazon Music, the, yeah, the, the, all of these platforms, all of the platforms. It'll be all of those different places. So we're going to be talking about the dynamics of prayer and also to the dynamics of the prophetic office. Good, great, great, great. Okay, so uh, hit up um, Prophet Williams, Prophet Cornelius Williams, and to follow and to check out your website so people can sign up to your website. Why don't you go sign up to his website? What is your website? PCWglobal.org. It'll actually be up on Friday because they're updating it with all of the recent information concerning the release. Okay, so y'all send him some money because he needs money. Yes, he money answers all things. He needs he needs some money. Um, how much how much money you need to raise um, to get your site up and everything? Well, um, the site is already prepared for, but uh, people can contribute uh, whatever they desire to you know contribute. I don't know if I'm answering this question right. But, you know, <laughs> I don't want to lie and say that I need money to bring the site up. Well, well, how much money, how much money are you believing for this week? I'm, I'm believing God for $5,000 over the next two weeks. $5,000 over the next two weeks. Yes. Okay. Okay. Zoe ministries, let's make $5,000 happen and let the prophets go ahead and declare $5,000 happening for you. Prophets, y'all think we can make $5,000 happen for him over the next two weeks? Can we make $5,000 happen? To keep in touch with Master Prophet E. Bernard Jordan, go to www.bishopjordan.com and follow him on all social media platforms. To get more information about the Prophetology Conference and or more special events, go to www.zoeministries.com or call 888 831 0434. Thank you and stay blessed.